All right. What's up, folks? Sorry that I left a little bit of feedback on there, but I got to tell you, I'm so happy to have so many of you here listening to what we have to say. It really is going to be a great program for you. And uh, what I told you from the start is that this uh, program is an opportunity for me to have conversations that I really, really love and enjoy with the people I find most close to me and to be able to share those with you. Well, you probably, after 21 episodes, have been looking at the list of guests I've had and asked yourself the question, why in the world has Ryan Carpenter not been on that list? Aren't they close friends? We are indeed extremely close friends, and I am indeed uh, feeling uh, at a loss that he hasn't been on. Well, tonight is the night that the gentleman himself is here and has offered his services as a uh, podcast guest. I'm so happy to welcome one of my closest friends uh, to the podcast. It's Mr. Ryan Carpenter. Ryan, would you like to say hi to the folks? Hello, folks. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Ooh, that Whatever warm- it is. Do you hear that buttery, warm voice of his? Oh, stop it. Say some more <laughs> shit. Say something else. Come on. <laughs> Read this. Read. Say the say the Lord's prayer. No, I've I've did that too many times in the fraternity. I'm not oh, doing it again. <laughs> is that what you did? Is that what they had you do over there? Uh, I mean, if you're on lunch, yeah, or dinner. Hey, pledge say say, say the Lord's prayer. Pr- uh, pledge say the roll and clean up the plates too. Oh no! If you said the Lord's prayer, you didn't have to clean up the pr- plates. Dang! So you never took that, or were you like new? No, I always got on last, so I always had to clean up the dishes. Oh shit! <laughs> Lord's Lord's prayer or not. Yeah, dishes for my dude. All oh, right, dishes, snap, dude. They they were giving you the dirt, man. So uh, okay, so you, when you say fraternity, I assume you're talking about the fraternity you were a part of, which I don't want to. We don't want to drop names here necessarily, but it was a big fraternity on the campus of Missouri University of Science and Technology, same place I went for my bachelor's and master's degree. Is it, is that accurate? Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And so you went there for your bachelor's degree and you were in a social fraternity for the majority of that time or all of that time Uh, all of it yeah i came in as a freshman in the fraternity or a pledge okay so what was your uh what was your um academic focus during that time well actually you know what let's go back a step (laughs) i was so i went to school i graduated high school in 2004 and then i eventually got my degree um my my bachelor's degree in 2008 i stuck around for a master's degree and eventually graduated 2011 what was your when did you graduate high school and enter rolla and give it time frame yeah so uh we went to same elementary school we went to the same high school oh and uh graduated a little after you 2009 started uh rolla in 2009 also and so uh i'm sure we uh seen a little bit of each other throughout so that you you and you you and you were in Rala and in the fraternity the particular fraternity that you joined starting around about 2009 yeah 2009 and there for like four-ish years like the oh. length of a bachelor's type of thing yeah yeah maybe took a few celebratory laps but yeah okay four sure. years plus well, a lot of people do that okay now you mentioned something about uh that you and I had gone to the same elementary school? Is that, wait a minute, what 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 do we got going on there? That sounds, uh, what, what, what's all that? 
Uh, you know, uh, grew both grew up in the same town. You, we uh, went to the same what, school. Wait, what town? You talking about? F- yeah, I, I grew Florissant. up. In, I grew up yeah. in Florissant. Me too, Florissant. Okay, um, so I grew up around uh, McClure North High School, like St. Catherine, Waterford, that kind of area. Yeah, I, I grew up. Uh, where were you at? Across New Florissant, up by, uh, I guess Fritz's. Across New Florissant, yeah, by the bowling alley. Bowling at what bowl? Not Crest Bowl. Yeah, Crest Bowl. What? Dude, I bowled at Crest Bowl for years. Yeah. What? What? What was your street called? Uh, Boone Street. Boone. Mm-hmm. Dude, I had a friend. My friend Alex. Hashtag Alex. Holler at your boy Alex. Lived on Boone Street. You, and you went to. So you attended. Yeah. Parker Road Elementary. Yeah, Parker Road until what? Fourth grade. Then they switched the lines, and I had to go to Combs Elementary School for the rest of the two. What in the mother? You're, are you telling me that we went to the same elementary school, you and I? Uh, yeah, you were probably, uh, what, fifth grade, sixth grade when I was in kindergarten? I don't know. Uh, we might have to look it up. I, I knew we were from the same town, but I didn't realize we were that close. Um, shit. Um, okay, we can maybe look this up. Yeah, I've been following you all my life. Well, I didn't. Now that's something. <laughs> <laughs> now that's something I may have not needed to know. What are you? What actually? Now I kind of do want to know, and our listeners want to know: Have you been stalking me this whole time? That's my secret. I'm trying to look at your levels and see if maybe uh, that might not hit. I but kinda, I kinda that's wanna, my secret. I kind of want to boost just the one little thing you said because I was actually pretty excited when you said you would. You okay? So, oh wait a minute. Okay, so you went to school at. Name some teachers from Parker Road. Oh shoot! You have uh, Miss. You have Miss Hinesley. No, I had the older. Dang. Are you talking about kindergarten? Dang! No, I'm, she was second grade, bro. Oh. Did you have Miss Lee? First grade. Man, I don't even remember Dang, hardly any dude. of my younger you have, schools. What about third grade? Did you have Miss? Shit, I can't remember third grade. I had Did you Plosky. have Mister Cook or Ms. Theranas? Uh, Miss Lorenos is there. Oh. Mr. Cook, I believe, was also there. I had, I think fourth they grade. split it up into fourth grade, four at the or three different ones at Bro. that time. Uh, what about um, fifth fifth grade? We had Miss Klaus, and uh, there was a dude, some old dude. I'm sure he. You gra- said fifth grade. Fifth grade, I was fifth at grade? Combs. Close. Yeah, they, oh, they, they changed the boundary you? lines. Yep, they bumped you over. Dang dog. So okay, so you were five years below me. I think if you said you graduated high school '09, mm-hmm. I was '04. Okay, so you were five below me. All right, so um, Coombs, I believe it was called mm-hmm. elementary. Was that the one that was over there on like the main, the the big main road there on like uh, Coombs Elementary? It was like on Halls Ferry Road, like right on the main road. I'm about, mm, to, I'm about no. to look this shit up. No, it was Combs so elementary. if you if you're going past Fritz's and then you take Fritz's. a right at the water okay. tower, oh, and you go all okay. the way well, down, where, like, wait, going to, like where the did old I Gokies. Where did I come? To Fritz's from like which uh, going down New Floor, son. I started at Lindbergh. Yeah, started and at I'm heading towards Fritz's. Uh huh. Then I get to so the go, water tower and I pop a right. You go, yeah, past the water tower, past the uh, tennis courts. Yeah. Uh-huh. To the right at okay. the stoplight. Pop stop, a right. Yeah, stoplight. Very good. Very good. And, and then just keep cruising just down, cruise and then and you'll see the, the playground. Over there, oh shit! And that's where they eventually sent you to. Now, mm-hmm. be honest, was that not kind of honestly? Let's be honest, more convenient for you, considering where your parents lived, 
Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I still had to ride the bus, but yeah, you did. I, yeah, you couldn't I have. Wa- you could have walked your happy ass up there. No, I'm sure I could have, but I okay. didn't want to. All right, now I'm with you. Uh, and when you got there, was it like all new people, or was oh, it like yeah. was it all your people from? Well, wait a minute. So where was, where had you been before, and why exactly did they cut you from the place you had begun? So I was off Boone, and they said it was too dangerous to cross the new four oh. the four lane road. So any kid that had to walk, they're like, oh, we can't we can't allow the kid to get hit by a car, and then us get in trouble for it. So so they basically changed the said lines. all of the how yourself and. How many other kids do you think like got caught up in this? I mean, like that's a pretty big oh, move say, to push on to like young kids. I mean, like yeah, basically saying like all your portion. friends forget them, and you just have to go try to make new friends. Oh yeah, that's basically what happened. There that's was really I think, rough. Ten percent like, of the people I knew actually stayed and like moved over schools with me, and then the rest stayed at Parker Road, and then you know just made new friends. And then, which was Sorry, nice. Man. Sorry, man. We, my parents live on this side of that dumb road. Right. Well, it was nice when we went to middle school. Then I knew double the people. Well, I was okay. like, oh, yeah. That kind of helps. But, dude, that's still a little traumatic, isn't it? I mean, like, right. Getting, having to be basically ripped away from all your friends. No, at that like, point, I didn't care. Oh, make new friends. Like, these kids are the same as those kids. Yeah, but we don't have a history necessarily together with the... True, but I still, like, kept... I was still friends with all them. We just Dang, weren't going to the same dude. school. Still were played you, the same soccer you, team with were them. Were you doing pre-Facebook, Facebook? Were you, like, actually keeping track of people's, like... No, oh, no. Like, no. phone numbers and the, shit? No, and, like, no way. The only people I talked to were the ones I played sports with, so... Dude, here's a... Hey, hey here's the thing. Tell a story. Tell a story about the your, someone you hated from sports but you don't have to use their name see that's the thing you're on a podcast now it doesn't matter but use a fake name just call them like a totally different name like the person you hated the most tell us all tell us a story of the day that the that they shit on themselves it's like something hilarious about that so i really didn't know any kid that i played sports with but i know there was this one kid that i was playing soccer that i guess hit puberty way early so he was ginormous compared to me and so we're both running for the ball, and he has his elbow in my forehead. We're talking, we're talking game or yeah, practice? Yeah, in, in the game. In, in the, the game. game. Yeah, okay. he had his for, or elbow in my forehead. Oh, shit. He was, area. He, was, he was trying to take you out. Yeah. He was trying to and pit maneuver your ass. The ref couldn't see it, but I had my elbow right in his little hip socket, so he couldn't run that well. And then when he <laughs> tried when he tried to push me off the ball, I jabbed him also, and I fell down because he was obviously bigger than me, and I fell down. And I got the call for me. You got and the he call. He was pissed. You got the call. Like, he was elbowing me in my crotch the whole time, and I not, was like, "He was he was elbowing me in my in my balls." And it's like, "Sorry, you got such big balls, man. We're right. supposed to be thirteen here, homies, right? Man. Sorry, you're so tall, and your like, balls are supposed to be normal your size. Your hips are at right my shoulder. Now. If you got these giant cantaloupes, man, I'm sorry, I bumped you with those, but." Dude, so you were taking out you were taking out much larger individuals at a very young age, simply with just kind of like logistical common sense. Oh, it's all the center of mass, man. <laughs> I just knocked him over. <laughs> was it center of mass? It kind of sounded no, like you no, actually t- targeted a guy's <laughs> genitals. <laughs> You're busting up a dude's nuts in order to get the ball, but. Sometimes well, it made it easier. It I didn't takes. know the kid. I didn't care about at him. At the time, what was your team? And because it couldn't have been one of these, it couldn't have been one of these schools. I mean, that it was that was one of, one of the things I one of the things I was most annoyed by when we were kids is that there was no such thing as like Parker Road baseball, Parker Road football. It 
I had to. The only way I could play baseball as a kid is I had to play for Saint Dismas. That was the. Oh really? Yeah, oh. that was the the Catholic equivalent. That yeah. was literally right next to Parker Road. I mean, literally one fence separated us. Yeah. So they had the same parking lot and everything. It was just a single three foot tall fence that separated us. But Saint Dismas was the only way that I could be affiliated with any sort of CYC. Huh. baseball league that's the only way i could play really and, yeah and so i was always so annoyed i was like why can't i play why can't i play baseball with with uh bb i can't say names with billy brad all the people i would want to play with Corey, uh, you know the guys who would play with me otherwise right uh, but i got to play with a bunch of guys that i became friends with and it was cool and we played for actually for a number of years together kind of on the same squad and it was cool but i, I was always i remember being as a kid like why can't my own school when you see tv and movies oh yeah you your your school and all of your friends like harry potter all of your people are like your your they're all your group they're like your sideline guys your your corner folks on your your main thing and in real life it was like all my if you want to call them friends in real life during the day they're nowhere to be found on my stupid asshole activities in the rest of the afternoon it always bugged me a little right. bit right you, yeah, you so ever kind of got i kind of got lucky with that because my parents started me in sports early so i didn't like that was before we were that was when we were still in uh elm like kindergarten when you started playing t-ball and we met yeah. a good group of people that were from all different kinds of schools so that kind of became my core that was uh the people that i've always played with and i played up with them from up into high school before we started doing like actual like you said team school sports so what do you are you still friends with any of those folks like people oh yeah that, yeah my really yeah my dad was one of the coaches and he got really close with the other coaches and Last, what was it, last week, two weeks ago, they still do washers tournaments with all the kids and all the no parents kidding. and everything. Yeah, And your <clears> folks <throat> are there and everybody? Oh, yeah. Dude, that's really yeah, cool. I got an man. invite, but I wasn't able to go. Uh, so, Well, shit, dude. I mean, that's still really cool, man. Did um, you, So, okay, so let's see. So you, you started in elementary school being just an absolute badass. I wish. Got moved over to Combs Elementary. That was further, closer up the street. They tried to fuck you out of being able to have friends, but you were like, no, fuck this. Now I got <laughs> double the friends. I assume by the time seventh grade hit, you were combs all these different elementaries. They're all converging upon cross keys. Yep, cross keys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So you went to cross keys and you knew double the people, right? At cross right, keys. yeah. It was did you do, now nice did, the first like two weeks because I knew a whole bunch of people, but then after everybody started making friends, it was... Nolan Void well, kind of. None of them point. liked you, obviously, because you're not. Oh, yeah. You're not the cool kid. I mean, no, it's, I'm people not. just want the. It, it, at that point, it's about, dude. Isn't that so weird? Like it was a time where it's like whatever makes you, what makes you cool or not cool, is all reputation based. None of it. <laughs> yeah. But now we have this internet for managing reputations, which is such a corrupt system. But <laughs> no, at the time, it was just like, what do people have to say about you? What a weird thing. Yeah, no, I definitely had if there was if there was like a one to ten scale for like reputation points, I'm pretty sure I entered elementary or excuse me, I entered uh, middle school with some somewhere right about zero to negative one like coolness points. Yeah, would have been where was, I entered. I probably maxed out at like a 
a four or five coolness, yeah. like right, right in the middle, right, not too right. cool. Yeah, no. Somehow or another, there were there existed cool people, but somehow or another, it was absolutely not allowed to be me. And I always understood that. There was always like an understanding. I was like, yeah, no, I don't deserve that. Nope, not me. Nope. Right. I was too busy worried about playing video games and hanging out with the friends that I did care about. No, I desperately wanted to be cool, but I just kind of knew. I was like, no, I don't. But why would I ever get to? Nope. Uh, So then you got yourself. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember that long-ass hallway down the center of Cross Keys? Oh, I, yeah. I still have dreams. Do you ever Dude, have dreams? Do you ever? Let's go. Let's zoom out a second. Which one? There's Do like you two have, different long hallways. Right. There's like the main drag, right. which is like double and wide. Then you go and then on the blue hallway, yeah. pink right. hallway. Do, do you ever, do you have dreams in general where it's like a, where the setting of the dream is a space of some amount of expanse that you're very, very comfortable with, but in the dream, it differs in very un- very specific ways from your actual memory of that space, like uh, your own house. But when you dream about it, you the back half of the house is like a weird jungle gym, and it like backs up against uh, some sort of a nuclear fallout shelter or some weird crazy thing. Like, there's do you have wild ass dream locales? that are repeated month after month or whatever from dream to dream. Uh, when I was super young, I don't really remember all my dreams now, but when I was younger, there was one I had for like, I felt like a week straight and it was at the school playground at Parker road. And, uh, I basically, it was like when I was watching, uh, those not Zoids, but like the transformers, like the ones that like, transform into animals and shit like that um what was it uh, you're not talking about power rangers no 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 not power Rangers. but it was similar to power rangers it was a different one where like it was originally animals they could like change it into machines and stuff like that well wait are you talking about beast wars yeah beast wars seriously yeah okay i was sure. like I guess I was like piloting or was a beast and was just like running in around dream. Yeah, in my dream, running oh, around oh, like so beating you're, other monsters. You're, you're up. like running a mech yeah. up on that flat right. surface that was our Yeah, playground and even we that had a really soccer field co- we out had there. Such yeah. a cool ass, unique playground area. Because it was up on the top of a hill, like a mesa, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And nice. any any direction you looked, you could see for uh, like three quarters of a mile over to the civic center or the James J. Egan plex or whatever it was called. Or you could see over to the high school or you could see down the hill over across the administrative centers or whatever into the, the whatever right. that park was over there with the airplane. You could see so far. You remember took the, that down. You remember the park with the airplane though? Yeah. I remember right there. I, I mean, that was, like, took it down. that was like, that was like my front yard, there. my whole childhood. Was it? You were that close to Parker um, Road? Pretty close. So yeah, pretty close. So over on St. Catherine Street is where I lived, oh, and then there was okay. that apartment complex for old people. Oh. And then if you would just walk through that, you'd get to a fence, and it became the property of that park area where there right. was that F fifty tornado, whatever that airplane was. Okay. They had like a fighter jet just in the middle of there as like a yeah a, memorial or whatever. Whatever it was, yeah, and uh, yeah, so we would hang out there and. So, but from the playground area of of Parker Road Elementary, you could see in so many directions and see so much shit. So you were having dreams from that. It doesn't surprise yeah. me you would have dreams from that. And you're like driving a mech suit, right? Yeah, beating up other kids with mech suits. 
or, the, or getting my. Oh, there's other yeah, kids that are yeah, fucking with everybody you. Everybody had mech suits. What? And like it was like a mech war. And were you having a blast, or were you like scared the whole time? Were, no, what, I was like, a what blast. was the state? Oh, oh it, it was. You were not feeling like a scared state, no, like a state no, of fear. You were like feeling a state of just like euphoria. A fun state. Like oh, for that week, awesome. I was excited to go to bed. I was like, I hope I have that dream again. I, oh I my hope God. I have that dream again. Dude, that, isn't that crazy that it's like dreams exist that you want back? Right. Yeah. But ninety nine point nine percent of yeah. dreams are torture. But you're like, I'm still one to, I'm still one to take the risk, man. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go to sleep because maybe tonight will be the night where I have that awesome one where everyone likes me and it's great, again. <laughs> and it's great again. Dude, I remember a few different classes of dreams I would have. I would have dreams where, where it was like that, where where people love me, and I even while it was happening at any age, I was like, I know that this is fake. Like, you, if if everyone loves me, I'm like, I know better. This is garbage. Oh, you must be sleeping. And so you try to enjoy it as you feel yourself awakening, and like try to hang on, but you can feel yourself like <laughs> you can feel the real the reality like squeezing its way in. And, like, but right. but you enjoyed it for a few seconds, right? Like, where Whenever be, my dreams get too good or too bad, like, that's yeah. when I wake up. You're like, um, like oh, this is either gonna be really awesome like, or ah. about to die a horrible death. It's mm. usually like, oh, time to wake up. Yeah, I don't think there's a yeah. There's no way that this is real. So I don't, I no longer believe it. Uh, <laughs> go go ahead and wake me up, folks. It's almost like you're like talking to like the 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 people on set of a movie or something where they. All right, cut. And they put on the lights and they right. Eh. All right, well, let's take five for lunch or whatever. Right. You now, know, in your, I, in I your dreams, better. are you uh, able to like control them well, in any the, way? Or whole, like, wholly depends. Absolutely depends. The, so they call those, I think, lucid dreams, right? Right. Yeah. They are. Yeah. And and so there are definitely some. In fact, the first time I ever acknowledged a lucid dream to myself was upon that very same hill at of uh, uh, at park road elementary really nice yep. i remember looking down and the cool thing you could see as you look down that hill is none of the none of the street lights or parking lot lights shine upward and you're just above the elevation of the source of those lights mm-hmm. and they all have kind of a shroud on them so you exist in kind of this this eerie and awesome dark space where none of the public lighting affects you it doesn't shine upon you and so all you you can see everything but nothing can see you sort of and so i have had many dreams there in that Hmm. very setting and yeah one of the first times i had a lucid dream was there and it and for a second i was able to sort of like leap from the edge and like kind of fly for a second because it's like hey i've been doing this for the whole dream now that i realize i'm capable of it why Mm -hmm. should i not be able to control it so you get up and you do this kind of half version of it as you're sputtering towards (laughs) wakefulness and your body is like no you're not supposed to have fun and it's like (laughs) why not why not and and uh and that was the first time it was like, damn, dude, if I realize I'm asleep, can't I just do whatever the fuck I want? Well, not really, because the no. more you realize, and it's right. funny because they, they mess with it in the movie Inception. They mess with this idea in a couple of movies where it's like, no, once you realize that it, it kind of screws up your ability to, the more you know, the less you can right, actually do. Right. Wow, whatever. That's funny, though. We have We both have. Like recurring dreams that exist on that fucking right, mound yeah. up there, dude. Yeah, and that, that was probably my first lucid dream with too. The, with those silly ass cups, they had cups on a stick, right? Oh yeah. That they where, changed the. Have you been there recently? Well, I wanted I mean, to go back a couple of times, but that I 
What's yeah, up? That's all changed now. That they've, huh? all, they've gotten all new. Uh, Did they tear up all the blacktop? No, blacktop's still there, but they changed all the equipment, so it's all oh, shit, renovated. Man. So, all right, let's let's all right. So, um, Parker Road, big big memories, good memories, dude. Yeah. If anybody out there has uh, has memories that can align with us, man, I hope you enjoyed this little bit of throwback. But it's time to move on. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Carp, we also had. In terms of education, we also had some some parallels when it comes to uh, post high school education. I, I I went personally. I carried on with my education post high school at the University of Missouri Dash Rolla, mm-hmm. eventually later known as Missouri University of Science and Technology. Science and what technology. about you? What about you? Oh yeah, same same place. Oh same place. Yep. No shit. So it turns out we went to the same. Elementary, middle, and high school. Yeah, and then I, I told you I'm I'm following you. And then <laughs> yeah, I don't think you were following me. We only met until for the folks out there. We only met a while later. But so you came to Rolla. What made I can tell the nobody cares why I went to Rolla. Uh, let me ask you the question: What made you um, choose Rolla as your as your post high school education? So Rolla was my secondary. Actually, my first primary was uh, uh, Kansas City. Uh, what was that Manhattan? I forget what the name of that school is, but I was going to go for architectural engineering. And then instead, I didn't get in, so I went to Rolla for mechanical engineering. Well, shit. So you were, okay. So, and so, uh, you, you're, how, how far behind your original hope was your secondary? Were you like, I could do either? Or were you really bummed oh, out? When no, you it was up? either. Yeah, fuck, fuck yeah, dude. So whenever you eventually got accepted at Raleigh, you were just like, yeah, dude, fuck, this is, is awesome. And, and right, you just yeah. kind of like, ah, we'll figure it out. What yeah. did you do? Well, I also found out that like a whole bunch of my friends that also applied to those two also went to Raleigh. So like all the people in my calculus class, all the guys, which was like five of us, all went to Raleigh. So I instantly knew five people that were going to Raleigh. Well, that helps. Yeah, yeah definitely. How much uh, how much discomfort did you feel when you first like showed up? I mean, uh, we all kind of went through not exactly the same thing, but a similar type of thing. The first time you show up, they do this sort of like an uh, opening week sort of thing for you to try to help uh, you week. meet Ugh. other people. Yeah, yeah. It was so mine was I guess different than most people's because I already for what was it? It's not a week, but the the week you go down to get tested for math and all that stuff to see what placement you're going to be in. Um, pro day. Yeah. Pro day. That's the name. Yeah. 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 yeah so I went down and then I, uh, had been telling my parents that I wanted to join a fraternity. And so, uh, I just kind of went around and looked at some fraternities. I looked at, uh, PKT Pike, um, over to Kappa Sig, Sig Tall. There's a few that I went to and then got tours all the places and, really kind of started liking PKT and so I ended up uh bidding with them so mine was different than most people I never went to the dorm never did any of that stuff well that's I just moved not, directly into the house that's probably not that different I mean don't you think a lot of folks probably did kind of a version of that like where they went yeah. down checked out some places and then but eventually got seduced by a, a fraternity and ended up moving directly in to a, yeah I'm a, sure that that did happen but all the people that I knew ended up either were very much against joining a fraternity or lived in the dorm during O-Week and then decided to transfer over. 
Yeah, okay. So you just had a quicker little bit of a yeah. slide over there. Well, that's all right. What do you? So here's a question for you. I'll get a little personal with you. How do you feel about your choice to have done so? Do you do you regret at all no. your choice to slide straight in? No, don't regret it at all. Okay. I'm actually well. That's good to hear. Glad I did it. Yeah, I I know the particular fraternity you're talking about, so I don't want to necessarily blow anybody, blow anybody. I don't want to blow anybody up too hard. But yeah, the 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 folks I knew from that place, I I generally liked, and I I know it was like a, probably a decent place, but. No regrets at all. That's cool to nope. hear. So what uh, What the friends of yours now that you remember from youth mm-hmm. that were following or kind of going along the same path, any idea where they sort of ended up and how they felt about it? Um, so one of my closest ones, his name is Ryan also. Um, he ended up just staying in the dorms and then ended up uh, transferring to uh, Missouri State. Um, another one of my friends that I was hanging out with also joined PKT with me. And then the last one ended up joining, uh, what's the, uh, it's not the Q's. It's the other <laughs> one that's like that. Um, what the hell is the name? Tell me about a historically black fraternity. Yeah. Yeah. They had, there was one that lived by the house, like by, uh, uh, Kyo. Yeah, well, there was Alpha Phi Alpha. Alpha Phi Alpha. He well, joined Cap, that. There was Cap Alpha Psi. Was another that was like Ooh, a historically black. No, he's not the one that did all the dances. He's the. Yeah, I think sure, he's Alpha. alpha. Yeah, Alpha. Yeah, because I remember going yeah. over to that house a couple times to hang out with him. It was always fun. I always had some kind of jungle juice going. Yeah, those guys were cool. Yeah, I actually uh, I lived for a while at the Theta Psi fraternity that was adjacent to their property. Right. Right. And uh, yeah, those guys were always really cool with us, and we were able to hang out there sometimes and uh yeah it was a lot of fun well cool man so you had a you had a pretty wide like a wide breadth of experiences coming into college uh so, uh, so let me let me ask you this question just broad takes what do you what, what do you think about missouri's university of science and technology as a place to go i mean did you do you love hate or neutral on mst oh i i loved it i got into a lot of trouble uh, did a lot of stupid things, but also made some really great friendships and learned a whole bunch more than I feel like I would have if I didn't yeah. go to that school. Yeah. All right. So you and I were both in Rala, maybe not exactly the same times, but we both kind of underwent similar experiences in terms of, I mean, you were there for a full what four plus years, right? Yeah, I think six yeah. total. Okay, Took like for, basically for yeah. the full term. Right. Is there any? Is there anything that you did maybe to anything you did during that time to kind of I don't know ease the <laughs> e, ease the, the the damage of the whole thing? Right. I mean, like, right. Right. Yeah. So I uh, ended up. What was it? Sophomore, junior year, I think. I ended up joining St. Pat's, and so that. Uh, that definitely induced a lot of fun, a lot of work, a lot of, you know, ethics involved with that. And then also, you know, honestly helped me out in the long run, even later stages of life. Now you're talking about St. You mean St. Like St. Patrick's planning board or what? What's the yeah. technical name for St. Pat? You're talking St. Pat's board. Yeah. St. Pat's board. Or I is guess some school would call it St. Okay. Pat's committee. 
is that not ooh is that is that a point of contention is that not like the proper way of yeah, saying yeah so it shit happened <laughs> and then we had to change the name <laughs> but we still call it the original and they call it something different so St. Pat's board is the proper way yeah yeah and yeah. so is that so that means a group of individuals whose goal is what uh, so yeah it's a group of students that basically for the 10 days of St. Pat's that Rollo is known for is we you know basically put it on we raise money all year round uh, you know get a band do all this other stuff and like make floats make the coronation like we basically put on 10 days for you guys all to basically party to just have fun right and so what's the so what's the uh the motivation i mean what's the what is the reason a person would want to join a group where your only goal basically is to produce for other people i mean what what's the draw well, I so I guess that kind of like goes back to like why I joined. It was like mainly because of hookah and then a few of the upperclassmen in my uh, fraternity. Now hookah, you're shouting, you're shouting somebody out. You're shouting out my dude, right? Yeah, now. yeah. This actually, this whole thing kind of started when you guys uh, oh talking that one time hookah. about you having a where you at hookah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you should have oh, one with him after me. I remember you talking about uh, you talking about. I don't want to say I don't want to say too many names. I know hookah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. So he's the one who talked you into uh, getting part, being a part of the yeah, organization. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he talked about all the work they did, all the networking after the fact. Like he knew multiple people because he was there, pretty much. I think even longer than you at Rala. Like he was getting Possible. his second masters or something along those lines. And uh, yeah, so he kind of like told me about like the networking after the fact, which ended up for me you know, helping out cause they did, I didn't end up networking afterwards, but. So would you say that you are, were originally drawn to this St. Pat's board from, by, by what it is that they, that they are perceived to do in town and, and on campus and year to year, or was it because of the individuals that you met that were a part of that, that you like just wanted to kind of be around and kind of Grow, grow closer to that seemed to be like cool individuals with a lot of you know like what was the primary draw was I think it was it was a mixture of both like I knew at that point I knew enough of what the St. Pat's board did but then also that other aspect they were telling me about of like after college you know thinking about your future kind of thing like meeting people around the world of, or, you know, at least the business world of, you know, oh, these guys have done the exact same thing as you. They know your work ethic. They know all this other stuff. But oh, so at the time, yeah, there was a lot of like, oh, these are the people I want to hang out with. Well, sure. I mean, at the time, there's no other. Yeah, you can't influence somebody to to, to be, be a part of a, an organization by telling them what's going to happen 10 years down the road. But you're saying, though, if I'm hearing you right, that down the road you've had actual interactions with other individuals from this group that uh, that like have been meaningful in your life. I mean, you you've bumped into other St. Pat's kind of folks down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this uh, this job I just recently got. I was waiting in the uh, the room to get my interview with my interviewee. Some guy in a nice suit and tie oh, came up. Wait a minute, you you okay? So let, let's go back a second. You're saying you had been essentially accepted for a, a an interview for a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I got an interview. So for the then job. you showed up on that day of your uh -huh. interview with perceivably in a room of a bunch of other candidates. No, so it was just just me in a basically just uh, waiting room kind of thing. Okay. And 
who I thought was going to be my interviewer <laughs> okay. came out and just was like, hey, you ready to go? And I was just like, yeah, and stood up and started talking. <laughs> yeah. And he started walking to go outside. I started walking back to what I thought was going to be the interview room. And he kind of looked at me funny. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm here for an interview. And he's like, oh, I'm here to go take some client to lunch. And I was like, oh, that's not me. I'm sorry. I started sitting down. He's like, oh, hey, what what are you coming in here for? And I told him. He's like, where'd you go to school? I said, Rala. He was like, I went to Rala too. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. He's like, so what'd you do? And I told him about the fraternity I joined, then also said St. Pat's. And then when I said St. Pat's, he kind of like cocked his head to the side. And he's like, no shit, you're in St. Pat's? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, what year? And I told him. And he's like, I was in St. Pat's also. He's like, I don't go back anymore because that's when uh, usually when Rala has all their stuff is when uh, the Cardinals are playing. He's like, I'd rather go to Cardinals open season or, you know, opening week instead of going down there. But ended up talking about school and how things have changed and all this stuff for probably like 15 or 20 minutes. How much older would you say this guy was? Than the um, I think, We're talking about a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a man. Okay. And he, I think he said he was. At the was, time, you're 22, 23, 24. I was 26. A little bit Seven, older. 27, 28. Mid-20s. This yeah. guy was maybe uh, 40, early 40s? 45, okay. 50 if not. All right. And so he's like, where'd you go? And you, right. you, you, you met in the middle on, we went to Rala. You said I was involved in St. Pat's. And he was right. like, wait, St. Pat's. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And so he was, I think he was, at that time their classes were too, like, too large to actually everybody get a court position. So I don't think he necessarily got a court position. But he was just like, yeah, I know all the stuff you used to do or all the stuff you do. And he's like, that's that's awesome. Like, I'm so you know glad. I hope you really get this job. Wait, so you're saying you, you – you, do you think – are you suggesting that you bumped into a person, who a fellow kind of St. Pat's individual as you were preparing to apply or, excuse me, interview for a new job and it may have had – an effect on the outcome of your interview? Like, do you well, think of the probably not, but I'd like to think it did because <laughs> it was like a funny story. It is fun to think it might. Yeah. Have. Well, cause like, yeah, when my interviewer showed up, my actual interviewer, he yeah. just turned to him and then like in a joking manner, was like, hire this guy. He's good. Whoa, really? Yeah. This dude, yeah. a dude much older than you, who's clearly tenured in this, in near this position, not in this position, but near this position was right. just like, hire this dude. That's not nothing, man. Right. Well, I mean, who knows what That's they actually thought nothing. about it, but oh, dude. I, well, you know what? Yeah, it is kind of actually weird to think like if the if yeah. this person actually had an effect, that might actually be kind of like conflict of interest, some fucked up shit. Right. But um, the possibility that this like you're knowing some people like got you know was able to get you sort of in with uh, right. Well, yeah, I think that kind of buttered the right them up a kind of folks bit. to give give people the right idea about you that they might be more 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 warmed up to the idea of hiring you. I mean, I think that's, right. a, that's a good thing, right? Well, that, yeah, that, can't be a and then, thing. yeah, I rocked out the interview, too. So. And you killed the interview. Right, yeah, ah. I killed the interview. So <laughs> I know he did. Yeah, I was and supposed to might... get a call back in, like, two weeks, <laughs> and they ended up calling me in three days. So I, th- I think I did pretty good on they that. They said, we'll get back to you within the next 14 to 21 days, and they got back to you in three days. Yeah, three days. You shouldn't have been so good. You could have had more time to just kick it. I wish. I mean, no, I still ended up kicking it. I ended up. Put in my two weeks and then uh, had an extra week to just kind of reset no and shit, collect every man. collect my thoughts. No kidding, you killed it. I'm not surprised you killed it, man. Anybody who doesn't know this gentleman right here, it's my good friend Ryan. He's uh, a good friend of mine who uh, helps me with a lot of things. 
Oh, uh, but those are fun things. He's sort All of my, projects. he's sort of my, let's see, what would you call it? Uh, compliment, not compliment with uh, an I, compliment with an E, compliment, meaning like the missing parts of the thing, like <laughs> what adds up to the whole. I was even telling a, a good friend of mine today, and some I am, I'm a, co-work, a co-worker of mine, that, um, yeah, like I have, I have a lot of experience and, and I have a lot of tools and I, I have a lot of ability to like, you know, do things, but sometimes you encounter issues, problems, difficulties, challenges that you need a particular type of mind for. And I was telling her, I was like, you know, what he's got is this, this, this get it done attitude, this, this insatiable ability to want to find a solution and just kind of get it done. This optimism, this positivity, that's so hard to find. And I don't have that. Like I may have the tools and the know-how and the experience, but to, to have somebody on your team who's like, Hey, let's get it done. That just keeps kind of tugging you back to the, to the problem. We, we have been able to achieve some things that are almost unspeakably challenging. No, no pair of individuals should be able to do that. We've done. <laughs> and she, and here's what she wrote back. She just wrote back hashtag bromance. And I was like, all right, well, no, that's <laughs> like you, you actually could have, if you had wanted to, you could have been just like, wow, that's really transcendent. That's really cool that you were able to achieve that level of bonding with this friend that you're that close with. And that's really neat. And, but instead no, she's like, just bromance, bromance. Okay. All right. I guess that too. But, uh, and you know what, honestly, Carp, I wouldn't be ashamed to have a bromance with you. I don't I don't know what that entails. Does it entail yeah, like I don't, full penetration? I, I don't. I, let's, let's, yeah, no full penetration. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Unless that's what the people want. What I is mean? bromance? Should we look? I don't want to Google search bromance because I think no, I'm going to see things. I don't want to see. Yeah, that's getting into the weeds there. Well, I don't want to see growth like a bunch of guys. Anyway, <laughs> um, the so okay. So let's see. So um, you, you mentioned that. You had been sort of not—I wouldn't want to say seduced, but you had been sort of happily talked into joining the the St. Patrick's organization, mm-hmm. and you have no regrets in that regard. No, no, not and at all. even since then, you've had opportunities that where you've seen other people kind of have similar experiences, where they've sort of either gone through or floated past or whatever that that same organization. Um, what would you What would you say would be maybe the main thing that individuals like ourselves alumni fully graduated individuals what what might be the most valuable thing that individuals like us could do for either current or prospective students that could actually help these individuals sort of find themselves find their 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 identities you know because it's like all students or just like well st pat students or um, like stuff like that are you talking like generally for like the whole campus as a whole or Okay. Yeah. No. Um, no. No. Good question. Uh, I, I guess. I mean, w- wouldn't you say that it took you a little bit to sort of find what you thought, what you would have called your identity? It kind of took you a little bit, and eventually you sort of found yourself with the St. Pat's organization and with a Pike, uh, well, whatever it was, mm-hmm. uh, a Greek organization right. on campus. It, but it, it wasn't an immediate thing. And there's a lot of kids out there sort of looking for that, um, that are sort of bouncing around. Um, 
maybe what what might you say maybe to those individuals that are sort of bouncing around trying to figure out what's best for them and what looks right because there's a lot oh, of I different mean, options and there's a lot yeah. of different kids and a lot of different mindsets and a lot of different outlooks right i mean you they probably already know kind of who they are almost so they can like just kind of honestly just bounce around until you find a spot that you like i mean it's there's no hard you know, no issues with, you know, bounce around and be like, Hey, I want to try this organization or I want to try to join this fraternity. Like you can, as long as you don't actually, <clears throat> excuse me, as long as you don't actually like become an initiate, there's no issue with being like, Oh, I don't like them and bouncing around to the next one. That's actually or, a really you know, point. even yeah. on campus organizations, like there's plenty of other organizations on campus. Oh yeah. Like can, if you suggest yourself to join an organization or kick it around, it like, if a week later you're like, nah, I don't actually think this works. Right. It's not like you're connected in some way that, right. well, yeah. you're fucked now. You Right. Yeah. It's only like, as long as you're it's only like a couple of weeks, it's like, okay, we so didn't really. Did you ever have a fear that you might be that person that were, when you joined a fraternity, when you joined the St. Pants organization, you never thought that um, you might be that person begging to, to back out a little while no. later. You, you no, were, you were comfortable. Not me. I don't, if I'm going to do something, I do it all the way. So here's the final question then. How do you think that you were quite so confident with your choices when you made the choice to join the particular fraternity that you joined and the particular social organization that you joined? Is there any reason or do you just think that maybe you were a good you were a good uh, lookout for it and you kind of got lucky? Uh, partially got lucky, but then also like I don't like losing, so I don't like giving <laughs> up. Okay. So no matter what, hell or high water, I was gonna 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 make it work. All right, hey, that works, dude. Well, listen. So we learned a lot today about um, first of all, uh, Park Road Elementary, Cross Keys Middle School. We learned a lot about fluorescent. We learned a lot about um, uh, a well-known and well-revered organization at Missouri S and T's campus, which is that that of the uh, St. Passport. We learned a lot about my good friend Carpenter. We learned we learned a lot today. I think you know what? I think at this point we've probably learned as much as we can learn in a in, in one <laughs> single day. And I, I thank you so much, anybody who's listened to this, for for sticking with us. I hope you've enjoyed learning about it. As a matter of fact, I have learned quite a bit today too. I didn't want to make it too <laughs> obvious as I was being learning these new things, but I have actually learned a lot too and i so i thank anybody who's been along for the ride um carb you do what do you have anything that you would like to say to the folks who are who are listening before we sign off um, the floor no, the floor just, is yours uh, thanks for listening and uh i'll hopefully be back for a later podcast sometime soon jesus christ i was trying to tell carp that he's got the voice of a motherfucker. oh my gosh it sounds like what if you mixed like what if you mixed sour cream with butter? If you overheated the sour cream to the point where it became almost <laughs> liquid and then you just put butter in between and you don't even have to cut it with a sharp knife, you can cut it with a dull knife and as you drive that knife through the brick of of warm butter, it just slides through and as you feel that very very slight resistance, that's kind of the that's carp's voice. That's kind of what I think about like butter. It, well, no, but not even just warm, but it's like it's butter <laughs> that fights a little, but not too much. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay. Oh my god. Oh, anybody who's listened this far, you guys are awesome. Thanks so much. I'm so excited that I was able to get my buddy Carp to be able to do an app with me. Man, I this is one of my closest friends. And uh and and so it's fun that we've done this and uh I hope we can do it again. And you know what? Anybody else out there who's interested and wanted to maybe do an app or have big questions about or complaints about uh, the app we've had so far, go ahead and send an email. You know how to do it. It's in over my head at protonmail.com. You know how to do it. But uh, there's really not much else. Uh, I'm going to pass it back to my esteemed guest to sign us off, and then uh, maybe that'll be all. Carp, you want to sign us off? Yeah. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> I love it. Hey, thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you next time.